Welcome to episode 129 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we weren't going to review uh, A Quiet Place because we didn't even know what the hell it was, and Vix doesn't like horror movies. and At all. <laughs> and so this is kind of like one of those deals where the buzz kind of captured our imagination. Uh, you know, RT ratings, the, the word of mouth, uh, as it were. Uh, I will say that the trailer made me interested in this movie. When I first saw the trailer, I thought it was really cool. It it did too for me, but it like I was like, do I want to go opening weekend? You know, or wait a couple of weeks and watch it right, during, right. during the day? Yeah. But as soon as the word of mouth got out, how amazing this movie was, and the RT ratings were not going down at all after 150, 200 reviews, I was like, okay, I got to go watch it. This is basically like a like an arrival. Uh, situation, a rival movie situation, or what was the, uh, or something uh, that was like that last year too, where we we're like, oh shit, this snuck out. Uh, that was it was the um, Del Toro film. I mean, we knew about it, but we didn't know right that that it was going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, so you know, um, oh, Shape of Water, right? So those those two movies. This is like that. This is just like a sleeper hit. It just comes out of nowhere. Uh, find out that. Jim from the office wrote, co-wrote and directed a fucking movie. I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> let's get the boring stuff out of the way. All right. So right now, like you said, the Rotten Tomatoes rating was really high. It's uh, it's sitting at 97%. Awesome. Um, with, uh, let's see how many reviews. A total of 185, 179 fresh. So Okay. Plenty of ratings to make you think. Okay, this is this is worth it, right? <laughs> or it's or it's legit, I should say. Um, Le- <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you have like if you only have like thirty reviews and it's like seventy percent, that's not very good, right? Um, anyway, so um, it's it's roughly going to make fifty million dollars this weekend. Um, not final numbers aren't in yet, but it was on a seventeen million dollar budget. That's and awesome. I, and the the cast is basically like. Five people total. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the creatures like CG. So, like, you know, there's no there's no other actors in here. There's only two other extras, and they were the dead woman on the floor or, or the ground, <laughs> and the other guy who obviously as well as his husband, her her husband, you know, couldn't take her dying and just yeah. wanted to die. So, spoilers. And, yeah, and then the and then the little kid too. Yeah. You know, so. But the rest of the movie is is blunt. Grzynski, the actual in real life deaf girl, uh, Melissa Melissant Simmons, I think so. yeah, and uh, and Noah Jupe, who I really liked from uh, Wonder. I think he was in. I, um, he was the kid's best friend. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't really know anything about Simmons, and she was amazing in this movie. Oh my gosh! I'm Actually, so gl- everybody was really good in this movie. I'm so um, glad that he didn't uh, that he hired uh, a deaf, you know, someone who's deaf to play that role. That was just, right. I thought that was great. Yeah, really, and, really well. Yeah, and she actually had some input on the movie, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think that covers everything. Yeah, fifty million on a seventeen million dollar budget. I'm guessing that's probably Krasinski's and Blunt's fee. Right. More so blunt, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, all right. So initial reactions, what'd you think? Cause I've been dying to talk about this. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, I know we talked offline briefly about, 
it being like really scary. Um, I know for you, I think it was scarier than this movie. For me, I think the realism of how afraid, like I put myself in those people's shoes. I know that the other movie was about a killer clown spirit thing, but for some reason they made this movie feel so real that it, it definitely scared me more. Like it's scared. Like if my children had to protect my children against this shitty situation that's happened, you know, this is how it, it would feel like. And so um, I just, I really dug this movie. Uh, I just thought it was uh, really clever, uh, different. Um, I think they really took a lot of care when they wrote the script uh, to make it as realistic as possible. Um, but essentially the theme is just, you know, taking care of your family. You know, it's like a, it, with, you know, creatures running around. It's not, mm. um, you know, it's not a creature movie or an alien movie. It's, it's, it's a simple story about people trying to survive in this like really crazy new type of world situation. Um, and they're doing the best they can. And the situation that the shit that happens is fucking scary, you know, like, Oh my God, what would I do? It's like that question, you know, in rogue one, like, what would I do if I'm stuck in that room with Vader, what the fuck am I going to do? It's like, it's, it's crazy. So, Anyway, I, I dug the film. I, we can totally get into the saying. What are your initial reactions? I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It's, uh, I was pretty scared because you were telling me how scared you were, and you are a bigger horror buff than I am. <laughs> um, so I was, I was really nervous going into this movie. I'm, I'm glad I saw it during the day. But, uh, no, I, I did not think it was as scary for me. And, and um, the difference for me between it and... And this is it plays on your most basic fears Um, Mm -hmm. and knowing that like same thing with like a nightmare on Elm Street. Like, yeah, the later movies were all comical and shit like that. But but the premise of Freddy Krueger, you know, when when you took something like Freddy Krueger and put it into like a kid's head, which I shouldn't have been watching the movie anyway. But (laughs) um, but thinking about like, you know, you're going to be safe when you go to sleep. Well, no, this guy fucking gets you in your sleep. You know, so th- those like those things, those fundamental like themes that you're afraid of as a child, they freak me the fuck out. And you know how I am with child zombies. Yeah. Oh yeah. But with uh, with a quiet place, it 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 literally spends maybe ten minutes of the movie dealing with the the actual threat of them there. You know, yeah. like face to face with them. But the rest of the movie is basically them living their lives. And trying to live their lives, but the entire threat is there the whole time, because they literally don't say anything in this movie until like thirty minutes in. Yeah, it's amazing this movie. Like it, it. I thought it was amazing how Wally basically did an entire full length movie without actual words. Right. 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 The same thing happens here. I know everything I need to know about this entire family in the first like ten minutes of the movie, and I don't even. And before they even speak a word to each other. It was fucking amazing that they pulled this shit I, off. I, yeah, I, I I still don't understand how they did that. It's um, it's it, because, I hope there's going to be a lot of copycats out there. And, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I and hope, you know, God, there's going to be some fucking blind thing or whatever, or you know, some something with your senses, right? But this this one is just ridiculous. How Krasinski is able to focus on family and emotion and character development 
without ever speaking a word for the first 30 it's minutes of the fucking movie. fucking nuts. It's nuts. He did, and he did these, like, really cool things with sounds, and then every time... Yeah, yeah. I like the time, sounds per person. Like, you knew the person who was listening. Yeah, because every time they jumped to the girl who's deaf, you heard nothing. And right. you're just like, oh, my God, this is, like, such a fucking trip. Um, and then, you know, those creatures made weird noises. I mean, any noise, you're just, like, on edge and shit. Because right. you're like... Um, yeah, so so your initial re- you liked it, you you loved it. As I well, so. really liked it. Um, it didn't scare me like uh, it did, but for different reasons. I think for if you if you took it the way that you took the movie and watched it through like a parent's eyes, I can understand why you would think that would be so scary. Because essentially, this entire movie is about keeping your family together and alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like 20, it's so, 24 it's so stressful. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy the fact that that they they go as, as far as putting down sand to not yep. crinkle the grass. Yep. Because sand makes less noise than blades of grass. That's fucking nuts. Right. I mean, uh, they didn't deal with, like, farting. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What if someone coughs really loud or farts? You know, like. <laughs> like yeah. I don't. I don't know how that would work out. I'm basically guessing you don't eat any like high fiber. Things. <laughs> you never saw them going to the bathroom anywhere either. So I'm wondering if they like dug a hole out back or some shit. Uh, yeah, who the hell knows? Could you yeah. even go? <laughs> I don't think I could. Because <laughs> they can hear water. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess you'd have to dig a big underground you know, situation. Like I, I thought maybe they would have like this underground tunnels going to each of the houses and shit like that, but they didn't, they didn't have anything like that. Um, there were other other people alive. Well, the problem is, is that like, if you're digging, you're creating noise and that thing will just find you before you even dig the finish the tunnel. (laughs) That will see. That's the other thing that I thought maybe they could do is really far away. Like maybe a mile or two away, put some noisemaker out there that's remote controlled, and that way they can get some shit done on their end. You know, there was a lot of things going through my head watching this movie. I kept like there was I, there was really just nitpicky things. Like those things were so strong they can rip through a silo, but they couldn't rip through the truck ceiling. You know, or you know, there was just little right. things like that. But but it's just so nitpicky because the movie. The movie's just really, really well done. I just, um, I just thought of something because, uh, you know, before the review, I was thinking this is going to be our shortest review ever because there's nothing I could think of that I would make fun of. But I just did. I just thought of it. <laughs> the fucking the waterfall. Why the fuck did they live there? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you they have just to be didn't, that quiet. Yeah, they could just like walk around. Just and you got endless supply of water. Like um, you can actually clear the bushes by the lake because the the waterfall masks the sound. So yeah. you could have built a fucking house there. What the hell? <laughs> just build a shack and you could just live there. Right. Exactly. And the waterfall mim- masks. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell, Krasinski? <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Credits. Fuck. <laughs> At the very beginning of the movie, he's like, hey, babe, let's move to the next to the waterfall. That's what the kid should have said. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Like, remember when he takes his kid, he's like, he said, trust me, you can be safe here. And that's the first time you hear anybody speak in the movie. Right. The kid should have just turned to him and said, why don't we live here then? <laughs> why, don't we live, <coughs> why don't we like get a jackhammer and just and destroy this rock behind the waterfall? And we'll just live in here. We'll just yeah. live in a cave behind the waterfall. Come on, dad, you dumb son of a bitch. 
Instead, we got to walk on sand four miles to get to this loud waterfall. <laughs> Why don't we just live by it? It's by the river, clearly. The, the beginning of the movie scared the shit out of me because it was like, it reminded me of, this is such a stupid movie, but you remember Cliffhanger, you know, yep. with the Stallone? So the very beginning of that movie is so like your heart's pumping because that they, they fall, you know? The the girl of uh, the girlfriend of the guy that is his best friend like falls right. four yeah, yeah. hundred feet and dies through like it's Michael Rooker's wife or yeah for like uh, actress wife for like the next hour and a half all I could think about was that girl falling I was just I was crushed I was like oh my god that was the awful yeah. this is way worse <laughs> this is like way worse oh this is like, like this is like the adult version of Up. <laughs> So fucked up. Like, look, the same thing in the beginning of it. Like, I've, I've read, I've read the beginning of the book. I haven't read the whole thing, but I, re- I remember reading the beginning, and that's all I could stand. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. Because I was thinking, if this movie really goes for it, they're going to show that little kid get fucking, you know, mutilated, right? Or at least most of it, right? Or at least the initial part of it. Yeah. Because they never really show it in the, uh, in the obviously the made for TV version. No. So as I'm watching the beginning, I'm thinking like, uh, okay, so I remember something happens on this bridge, and I'm like, oh, you dumb shit, you got the batteries, and I'm like, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna die? Because I didn't know who the real main <clears throat> characters were, you know? Right, right. So I'm thinking like the girl's gonna die, because I don't remember seeing her in other pictures. So I was like, okay, she's gonna die, and they fucking killed the kid. They yeah, killed the, like the, the four year old, and then you take a step back and you're like. This is what you get for not listening. Yeah, and you (laughs) take your kid to see this movie. You're like, okay, kids, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't listen to dad. And you show them that movie that they're like traumatized. You know what's funny? (laughs) You know what's really fucked up? As I'm watching this movie, I'm finding all the different parts of this movie where my kids would fucking get me killed. <laughs> I would have been dead the first day those I, things were I, I, I would have died, even if it was the first day of this shit, apocalyptic world, and we went into that fucking store, my two-year-old would have got us killed one in that fucking airplane. <laughs> You're like, no, you the can't The batteries, it wouldn't even matter putting the batteries in there. I would have fucking died from her bitching about not getting it. <laughs> Like, I'm just watching She's this movie. She's got you by the balls. She's like, Dad, I'm going to scream. You're like, fuck, take the damn plane. <laughs> I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking dead like 60 times over in this movie because of my kids. I mean, do you ever think about that? You yeah, ever think about, like, like, the, the zombie like, apocalypse? Dad. You're like, you're like okay, because today, like, I had them outside, and... And they're playing hide and seek, and the two year old sucks at hide and seek. <laughs> right. Like she's she was hiding today by the stairs, not underneath the stairs. She was just hiding <laughs> behind the railing. The railing is thinner than she is, and she thought she was hiding, right? And not only did she think she was hiding, when the other the older one was looking for her, she ran out and like giggled and said, "I'm right here." I'm like, that's not how you fucking play hide and seek. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm so dead. If there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm so fucked. You're like, it was nice knowing you kids, but <laughs> daddy's got to survive. Just, so as I'm watching A Quiet Place, I'm thinking, I'm so fucking dead if this ever happened. Yeah. So you dead. Are. You are. You have to literally, you'd have to tape their mouths shut and that's it. Yeah. You I would know? have to They're, puncture like, their larynx like or something. You go, <laughs> you go to make food. They're like, fish again. What the fuck, dad? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Game over. I want some chicken nuggets. They're all screaming loudly. You're like, yeah, no, exactly. shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. We're fucked. <laughs> just, let's just sit and wait for him to come. <laughs> We're done. Um, there was elements in this movie that just were just so genius. I mean, what, when she when it fast forwarded a year or in change after the, the, the their child died, and you find out that she's pregnant, I was like, how is this going to work? Like, oh my it god, was, that was the best scene in the movie. Oh my god, it's so good because like they they had designed like he had dug a hole like under the barn or something like that and put right. like a mattress on top of it. And like once the baby was born, he had like an oxygen thing to put on the baby's face to keep it like, you know, breathing oxygen and then and then put a cover over the box that just like my heart was just racing. I was like, oh, my God, that's how they're going to keep that baby quiet. Like, Jesus, yeah. um, I just man, just that birth, like that, that birth scene, that birth scene was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean, Emily Blunt deserves a fucking Oscar just for that scene alone. One take, they said. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's crazy. One, one take. Um, yeah, all that. Every that time scene she had a so good. God, she kept having contractions, and you're sitting there going like, "Oh Jesus, she's gonna, she's gonna yell, you know, and scream." And she, yeah, like, I, I was like, "This is fucking crazy. This is amazing <laughs> that they're doing this." You're I mean, I would have, I would have died. I would have died because of a toy plane. But this lady's keeping it quiet, and she's about to she give birth. She steps on a nail. Oh, God. It, uh, that just killed me. It went right through her foot. She didn't make a sound, and she's having contractions at the same time. I was like, this woman deserves all the awards. <laughs> like, how, how, like, I would have been gone to a splinter in my foot from the stairs. I'd have been like, ah! <laughs> Motherfucker! Over. Yeah, you fucking stupid piece of shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, like, uh, somebody make some sound <laughs> somewhere else. Um, yeah, that was pretty wicked. Um, I, I also thought it was pretty cool. You know, it wasn't too, like, uh, lame about the um, how they figured out the weakness. I thought that was pretty cool, how high frequencies, you know, bother it to the point where, like, it'll faint, you know, if it, if it goes on for too long. It's actually not even high frequencies. It was like uh, it was a it was hearing aid or something. Yeah, the something where the hearing aid enhances the enhances their their ears or some shit and yeah. fucks with them really badly. I don't know. It was really weird, but it was really cool. Too bad she couldn't figure it out five minutes earlier. Oh, I know. So spoilers: the the father dies at the end, which was heartbreaking because he you know was signing to her. You know, I love you. Or no, what did he say? He's like, I, he said, I love you. you. He said, I love you. And then, because that was apparently the original line, was yeah. I love you. And then she suggested, I have always loved you. Yeah. She, because she, she Harrison feels like, it. yeah, she feels like, she feels like uh, that it's her fault that her little brother died because she gave her the plane. She gave him the plane. Yeah. But, he, but she didn't give him batteries. But um, anyway. Yeah. So she felt guilty about it um, and didn't think her dad loved her anymore. So yeah. that part was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And that actress gave him the idea for that, made him cry after she told him that. I thought that was, yeah. that's just fucking awesome, you know. But yeah, he, he sacrifices himself to save his kids. And um, so what about, um, they did some interesting things here too. Like they had lights 
that were oh kind yeah of, because they're blind so like it doesn't matter that you're lit up at night right and and if there's ever a problem they could hit a switch and it'll turn the the red bulbs on i guess and so yeah i wasn't sure if that was for the creatures or for the fact that she was pregnant yeah that's a good good point it could have been either or or both or um, i felt like it might have been i think it might have been the creatures because um they immediately knew to run to get the shells and all that shit and be quiet right so maybe red meant obviously danger not i'm pregnant Right. <laughs> like, did you have red lights all over your house? <laughs> she was pregnant. Um, yeah, it, that was pretty cool. And I, I thought it was also cool that he, he had to have his son man up. You know, he's like, look, you know, I can't do this alone. You got to go do this thing. You got to go make, you know, set these fireworks off to, to get the creatures away from the house, you know. And he had to go by himself and do that shit, which that would be scary for any kid. Yeah, that you, know what I, you know what I really enjoyed <laughs> in this movie, and, and I talked about it briefly in my initial reaction, was the character development. It didn't yes. seem forced that that kid like kind of stepped up at the end. It just felt like it was leaning towards that. Yes. Like it, it felt natural to see him progress from really fucking scared to go fishing to I got to save my mother and then I'm going to go save my sister. Yes. Type of deal. I, I just, I really enjoyed, I, damn, I really like this movie. Other yeah, than the I, waterfall thing. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, the, the deaf girl and her journey as well, because you could definitely feel that she feels left out. She feels yeah. still hurt from her brother dying. She actually like leaves and goes to like where he died and like hangs out there, you know? And then when the fireworks happen, that's just like, oh shit, something's going down at the house. I gotta go. Back. I'm gonna sk- I'm gonna skip a little bit ahead so I don't <clears throat> forget. This had like one of the best fucking endings ever. Oh in a yeah, whole movie. Yeah. It when when she cocks that shotgun and it goes to black. I did. I, I mean, it would have been cool to see it, but I didn't need to see it because I was like, oh shit, because he had Krasinski had the, and the, and the screenwriters and and John had built this movie where. You're on the defensive the entire time. Everything is not is meant to not fuck with them. And then Emily Blunt does such a great job in this movie. And in this scene alone, it just is really subtle. You see her face change from like scared to confused to you're fucking dead. <laughs> I got your ass. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking amazing. The look that she went through the progression of you could. That's what's so great about this movie is you can you don't need the words they do such a great job of acting out the parts and the script is so well written and Krasinski shows it so well that you know exactly what each of them are thinking, even without the sign language. Oh yeah. And when that subtle turn from scared shitless to you're all fucking dead, that turn, just that simple look, you think it's simple, but I could never do it. It's just like this, but there's no words being spoken in that scene. And no, you know the, everything she's saying, like because if it was like a cheesy like eighties movie action movie, there would have been like a crappy like you know Schwarzenegger pun there. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. No, the girl simply looks at over at the board and it says weaknesses and it's circled and she that's where the aha moment comes, where she's like ah that's that's it that's the ticket like I know this thing is you know she uses the the hearing aid turns it on and fucks with it and then she puts it up to the microphone which oh, actually that's awesome makes it even worse and then 
when they so they blow that one away and they look at the camera and they or the TV and they notice like a whole bunch coming and you see her crank up the volume even oh, more. Oh yeah. I was just like, "Oh fuck, that's awesome. This is going to be awesome." You know, and the poor kid is like sitting in the corner with the baby, but yeah, you know right after that happens, she's just going to blow the fuck out of all those aliens that keep that come through there. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome. So awesome. Yeah, great. It was it was a great way to end the end the movie cuz you could have ended it like you could have ended it right after she you could have had like that Hollywood ending, you know, of like this type of family drama type. And I feel, I feel like I've seen that type of family horror movie when if the, the, the shitty night or the shitty, the killer's dead or whatever, they all come together and hug. And that's when it fades to black. No, 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 no. In this one, you get a badass, like, uh, Furiosa, like, uh, uh, Mad Max scene. Where she cocks the shotgun and it goes to black, and you're like, "Oh fuck, shit's about to go down." <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, <clears throat> it definitely was an ending that I didn't expect. I didn't expect that. I, I expected some like you know grandiose whatever, and they everything that they did in this movie I didn't expect, and I love that. Like I, I, I literally had no idea what was going to happen in this thing. Um, and they did such a good job just keep moving, moving, moving the story forward. You know, the shit that happened to them, the sounds that happened or the leak, the remember the leaky faucet or whatever, the, all the water down there. Um, that seems crazy too. I think all of that just lended itself to like these big surprises and and like shit that you wouldn't think of. That was a scene I would have died into. Oh yeah, she. Because I remember when my kid, my first kid, was born, she would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> she she literally woke like kept everybody up on the floor of the hospital. They put her into the they put her into a different room on the other side of the on the other side of the nurses station, and I still fucking heard her. Wow, I'm telling you, telling oh. you, dead, dead, so many times in this movie. <laughs> When that baby's floating and that creature goes under the water and she gets up out of bed to go after the baby, I was like, what are you doing? That thing's in the water. I kind (laughs) of chuckled to myself. You're going to step on it. (laughs) I kind of chuckled to myself when that creature went underwater because I immediately thought, fuck, man. (laughs) Fuck. I, I can't make a sound and now you fuckers can swim? Yeah, Fuck. I, I thought about Star Wars, you know, where they're in the they're in the garbage chute, and I thought the cre- the creature's swimming around under there. I'm like, what do you? Don't walk around. I was just thinking, how much like worse could this situation get? And then it goes underwater, and you're like, oh fuck, it can swim. Oh, and then it, and then it slowly pops up. Yeah, right in front of the the, the baby, and I'm like, oh, oh god. god, like how did she not scream when it popped up out of the water? I would have been like, oh, fuck. Yeah, me too. And my kid would have been crying the whole time. I would have been dead. You're like, bye, baby. It was nice knowing you. I don't really yeah. like I had you for like a day. I'm not really that attached. So by far, the, the most unrealistic thing is that baby not crying for fucking. Oh, like, yeah. It, it never cried. Even when it was born, it didn't cry. <laughs> it like cooed. It just went. Oh. It was just, it's like, yeah. oh, I got to stay quiet. Okay, no problem, mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I was that, not crying. That was unrealistic, and also like that thing rips through a like a silo, a metal silo that holds like grain and corn and shit. It like mm-hmm. 
it ripped through there, but at the end of the movie when the kids are trapped in the truck, it couldn't rip the, the ceiling off. I'm like, yeah, that seems a little convenient, but whatever, you know, it. You can't. Maybe it was like maybe it was like subliminal. If it was like a Ford truck, like Ford paid them extra money and be like stronger than blind, hearing sensitive monsters. Yeah, come buy it. Come buy. Yeah, they can't buy get Ford truck monster proof. <laughs> Until your dad sacrifices himself. <laughs> oh God, yeah. God. Fuck, that was bad. I got so I, I've never been so teary eyed at a fucking death. Like I've been shocked and grossed out before, but I've never like really got emotional over a I, death in a horror movie. That got me. <laughs> I, I was like, wait a minute, you couldn't have done anything else, like run in the house and make a bunch of noises or something, and and then hide. Like I would got- have at least fought back. <laughs> I would have kept the axe. Oh I mean, you, yeah, you didn't I, have to uh, drop the axe. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like being eaten alive. Fuck that. You know, I as you, done just as you're fight. screaming. As you're screaming, throw the axe at it and then take the rake and jam it in its mouth. Right. Or I would have gone, I would have gone down swinging. Yeah. Would have cursed at it a lot. Because, like, you haven't talked a lot, you know, in six months or, you know, two years. I would have said every fucking curse word imaginable <laughs> to that thing before it ate my fucking face off. <laughs> I've been holding this in for a year and a half. I'm like, I'm going to fucking fart on you, you piece of shit. I haven't been able to do that. I'm going to piss on you really loud. <laughs> Fuck you. How's that piss taste? <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> how's that How's that piss taste? Yeah, just like it did bum me out. It was really sad, but then you didn't have really too long to be sad because five minutes later they defeated the things, you know? And oh, like, was, yeah, but it was so know. good. I mean, everything that we're good. saying, even the waterfall thing that I was making fun of, it, it's just really dead picking. This movie's really good. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. we're shit. We're shitting on it. It's it's really good. It's a really good movie, and uh, it's just amazing to me. Like if I were to read that script, I'd have been like, "They're not talking. What, what are they doing?" Like, yeah, I haven't read on? dialogue for forty pages. What the fuck is <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah, why is this one hundred and twenty pages? Like this doesn't make any sense. So uh, what's your uh, what's your diversity rating? Let's uh, let's start. Uh, oh well, it's Casper as shit. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only the only person of color that you see in this movie is like on one of the one posters. I think there was a black guy. In there. <laughs> that was it. I mean, as far as like, you know, diversity and, you know, they're, you know having a female and also having someone with with disabilities. But it's just it, it, they're still white. It's well, still it's, white I think I think for this type of movie, though. I don't if you're the you're the director, you're the main actor and your wife is acting in the movie like you would go all white, you know? And, so. and Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with this movie being Casper. I feel like if I'm going to make a movie, I'm either going to have, like, an Asian wife or a white wife. You know what I mean? Like, it would just right. play out into real world for me. But right. if they're directing this movie and writing it, it makes sense that you want to put, like, you know, white people in it because it would, it, would it would raise more questions than anything. Yeah. You know, like, I always thought it was really weird that – Jeff Goldblum's daughter in the second or third Jurassic Park was just like was black as hell. Didn't look like it didn't have she didn't look like she had an ounce of whiteness to her. Right. You know, right. and I thought like is she adopted the the you know and it it didn't matter to the plot but it just took me out of the movie like okay, this just feels like diversity to be diverse to be diversity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know genetics and whatever, but it's uh it it sometimes 
certain things like that will take you out of the movie or you're trying to figure out like, wait a minute, you know, but you know, in this, I think you're right in that they starred in it. So essentially their family would be white, but I mean, they could have been diverse. They could have, they could have had a neighbor kid they took in because the family got killed or, you know, but then, but then that changes the dynamic. That changes the dynamic. Exactly. That's, it's not about like, you know, it's about protecting your family. So, right. Like as Krasinski has said in a few interviews, he basically took his point of view of what it was like when he was adapting it or, or altering it for the, for the screen. He was trying to figure out his point of view of just his family, like what he would do in that situation. So it's right. just him imagining himself. So I'm pretty sure he would imagine himself with like a colored family, you know, because yeah. he's thinking about his family. Right. So it, it just makes sense. You know, it was his movie. So I don't have a problem with this situation being Casper. I mean, yeah. I, it's Casper as hell. I mean, even the two fucking people, the old people that died are Casper. Right. You know, so. But again, I didn't really have a problem with it because essentially there's only six people in this movie. Right, right. Um, so. And as far as, uh, oh, man, I mean, I really like this movie, but it's like as far as uh, ratings go, I'd probably give it like four, uh, four chainsaws. And the only reason why I say that is because I don't think this is a, um, I mean, at least for me, not a repeat movie. I don't need to watch this movie for a long time. Um, I, I I dug it the first time around that it was great, uh, but it's it's I don't think I'll be watching this for a really really long time because it's too it's like one of those movies where um, yeah there's a lot of surprises and twists and things like that but it, I think on a second viewing I don't think I'll have that same like gut thing happening uh, you know in that so I I don't know that's just me but I I'll give it four four chainsaws. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it five uh, lightsabers. And, oh, shit. And the main reason is coming out of this movie, I couldn't think of anything wrong with it. Everything that I thought this movie was going to be, um, it wasn't. And the fact that it, it wasn't that – I mean, it was still scary, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Um, but that's not the point of this movie. Right. It's so not the point. And what it tries to get you on is, yeah, there's jump scares and – there's a whole new way of, of, of telling a horror story. Um, but essentially, it's about family and emotion. And that's that's exactly what they did in this movie. Because of the way they build the characters. And, and this movie is short. It's only an hour and 30 minutes long. So, you know, with barely any dialogue in it, it gets a lot done in an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, it I does. Mean, a lot done. You know every single people, the the son, the daughter... The deaf daughter, Krasinski and Blunt, you know everything about their characters by the time that movie ends. Yeah. Everything. Everything in an hour and 30 minutes and barely any dialogue, you know everything about them. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it is pretty trippy. I mean, in that, in that respect, yeah, it definitely deserves a high rating. Um, I guess I'm just basing it on like multiple viewings. But it, it you is. You know, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too, but I think I would get more out of it on a second viewing because I'd be able to pick up more stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. You wouldn't be so, like, freaking out. I know there's a lot of Easter eggs in this thing, and there's a lot of yeah. – they, they took a lot of care in making – you know, doing stuff in it that people would do in that situation or, or things that they have around or, you know. Um, subtle things, too. Subtle things, There's a yeah. scene in the beginning of the movie that I didn't, I didn't see until I, read about, uh, until I read about it later on. And it was uh, – in the beginning of the movie, they're at the, the store, and – if you notice in the store, 
almost all the foods gone except for the potato chips and the snacks. Because <laughs> they're too loud. Yeah. And I That's was and I was thinking, wow, that is so subtle, it's brilliant. Like because it really again, because this movie engulfs you in these people's lives. So it would make sense that even those little subtle things kind of put yeah. you in this world. Even you know, just more, for you. Even more reason why I would die, because I love chips. I'd I'd yeah. I'd find a, I'd try to find a way to eat them and then I'd fucking die. Be like that it'd be like that episode of Friends where Joey like eats that chick's uh chocolate cake and he's like <laughs> he's like i'm not even sorry <laughs> like you're sitting there you're sitting there on the fucking rocks on the rocks like, eating like popping pringles and shit yeah i mean they could have eaten it at their waterfall they could have just taken the chips that the is waterfall. true but then how could but you carry it without making noise you'd have to put it in your bag and have it have foam around it or bubble you, wrap or something that's a lot of work you fucking fat ass i <laughs> That's so I much work chips. for fucking chips. Yeah, but you're like, God damn it. The world is coming to an end. You can't make any noise, and you're going to risk your fucking life <laughs> for fucking potato <laughs> chips. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. They have salsa verde. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's barbecue Fritos. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't want to live much longer anyway in this world. Yeah, that would be the way to go. You're like, I'm like, you're like sick. You know, you're dying. You're like, I'm just gonna go out. Eat yeah, a I'm bag gonna of go chips. out with a bang. I'm gonna pop a beer, <laughs> chug that shit. I'm gonna triple fist it. I'm gonna get some fucking Tostitos and those nacho cheese and just pour that shit down my throat in a funnel. Yep. With like fucking pouring like a uh, beer down it too, while all at I'm, the while same I'm, time. <laughs> while I'm tap dancing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while you're tap dancing, your mouth is full of chips and beer. And you're like, come get it, fuckers. Yeah, I hope you enjoy this. Yeah, I hope you <laughs> cut your lip on one of these fucking nachos. <laughs> Just pour a bunch of salsa down there. <laughs> yeah. How's this piss? How's this piss nacho taste? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> it's too funny. All right. Well, is there anything more you want to add to this? <laughs> no, I think, I think we'll nachos? end on piss nachos. <laughs> I definitely won't eat those if that becomes a thing, so you don't have to worry about that. But if they, if they have, like, some of those, I don't know, just regular plain potato chips, I won't eat those. But if they have, like, salsa verde or, or uh, I don't know, whatever, Cool Ranch, I'm screwed. That's anyway. just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you're like, put the chips down. You don't need that. The uh, world is coming to an end, <laughs> and you want to fucking eat salsa verde, you piece of shit. I get the whole family killed. <laughs> I'm si- I'm like under in the bunker, like eating, and they're that's all the new, dying, that's dying the new Doritos. <laughs> that's a new Doritos Super Bowl commercial right there. A quiet place, Doritos. Yeah. Oh, the, God. the Quiet Place, Salsa Verde. That's the, that's the sequel. It's like, I'm just eating them underground, but it, everyone's dying above ground. Yeah, because like, you're you're eating them by the fucking vent, and the vent is projecting noise throughout the entire house. <laughs> I should have ate these at the waterfall. Fuck. You're like you're like eating them like you don't even know what's going on. And then you go back upstairs and everybody's fucking dead. Like, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> you're like, what happened? And, you, and then you look at the bag of Doritos and you shrug your shoulders and you smirk and you're like, it was worth it. 
<laughs> like figures are like caked with and then it fa- and then it fades to black and then the Dorito sign comes up. <laughs> the whole movie was a Doritos commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. Uh, Krasinski's like, I got you. You didn't think yeah. it was gonna be about that. Yeah. Uh, God, you're you like, oh wow. Sequels. Money, wow, like that's the most expensive like uh, commercial, commercial placement <laughs> ever. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Seventeen million dollar commercial. Holy shit! I did not see that coming. <laughs> that was really good. That was that was right up there with. I was right up there with. I see dead people. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh god. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was. Uh, <clears throat> Episode 129 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>